a toilet that pays people to use it. That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. Excessive heat continues to grip the West, where over 30 million people were under either an excessive heat warning or advisory. Hot and dry conditions are also occurring in high plains states, including the Dakotas and Nebraska. In Oregon, Governor Kate Brown issued an order directing all state agencies to refrain from watering lawns, washing windows, running fountains, and installing new landscaping. In California, Governor Gavin Newsom asked residents to voluntarily lower their water use by 15% through reducing landscape irrigation, running dishwashers and washing machines only when full, finding and fixing leaks and taking shorter showers. The recent extreme heat in the northwest U.S. and southwest Canada had devastating effects on humans and wildlife. Coroners on both sides of the border observed an increase in deaths from triple-digit temperatures that stretched from Oregon to British Columbia. The heat is also believed to have led to the deaths of countless sea animals like mussels, clams, and snails. Chris Harley, a zoologist at the University of British Columbia, said he estimates roughly one billion animals died off the coast of Vancouver during the heat wave. They are still gathering data and the number could go higher. The loss of the mussels will have massive effects, including for starfish and ducks which feed on the creatures. Also, the mussels are filter feeders and their disappearance will affect seawater clarity. Ken Fong, a Canadian wildlife official, told the Washington Post that he attributes the death of all the animals to a perfect storm of a very low tide coinciding with the hottest part of the day that exposed them to the worst of the extreme heat. Scientists with the organization called World Weather Attribution say the heat wave would have been virtually impossible without human-caused climate change, and as warming continues, such events will become a lot less rare. Predictions of La Nina could bring some relief for the Pacific Northwest. The phenomenon is a cycle of cooler seawater in the central Pacific Ocean that affects the jet stream and influences weather in the U.S. and around the world. The conditions bring a higher-than-normal chance of wet and cool weather to the northwest, but dampens the possibility of rain across the southwest. La Nina can also make Atlantic hurricanes more likely to form. The National Weather Service is predicting a 66% chance that La Nina conditions could occur starting as early as September. Last week, NOAA announced that the U.S. had the hottest June on record. As the climate crisis deepens, cities will urgently need to find ways to reduce the amount of heat they generate. Green roofs, trees, and vegetation can help by shading buildings, deflecting the sun's rays, and releasing moisture into the atmosphere. However, much heat comes from roads, which absorb solar energy and convert it into heat. One company's solution? Spray the asphalt with sunscreen. As Eartha reports, a company called Pavement Technology has created a treatment using titanium dioxide, the same compound found in many sunblocks. The company claims the spray not only lowers a roadway's temperature, but also makes the asphalt stronger, which would be a plus given the number of streets that buckled when the heat dome hit the Northwest last month. The company claims their spray can also dissolve exhaust from cars. It says that one mile 
of treated pavement can have the same benefit as planting 20 acres of trees. Several cities, including Charlotte, Raleigh, and Charleston, are putting the smog-eating road spray to test. And last year, Orlando International Airport used the treatment, and researchers found it cut nitrogen oxide pollution in half. And finally, imagine having a toilet that pays you to use it. For students at a university in South Korea, that's the deal. They go in a campus loo and score digital currency to buy food, books, or a cup of coffee. It's not just any old toilet. It's the eco-friendly BV toilet invented by Professor Jae-won Jo. It not only uses less water, but also provides energy to power buildings on campus. BV uses a vacuum pump to send feces into a tank where microorganisms break it down into methane gas for use in stoves, hot water boilers, or fuel cells. As an incentive to use the toilet, Joe created a virtual currency called Cool, which means honey in Korean. Each visit to the BV earns 10 cool a day which students can spend at a special campus shop. An average person defecates enough to generate half a kilowatt hour of electricity. If an entire university is doing their business in the BV toilets, it could really add up. Students won't be flush with cash for their poop, but for a pay-as-you-go scheme, it's pretty stinking rich. That's it for This Week in Water. We'll see you next time.